When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. And I am Joseph. And we're back. What? <laughs> yeah, Joseph was just telling me before we started, he was like, let's see if we remember how to do this. Yeah, I think the two of us haven't done one in like almost a month at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Our, our Everyone's schedule is kind of ridiculous now. Um, and we hope all of you are safe, uh, staying, you know, self, uh, what, self, you're all quarantined yourself <laughs> and keeping your social, social distance from everybody. Um, it's Quarantine, quarantining and uh, what is it? Sanitizing. Yeah, quarant- are, yeah, yeah. Those are the, the way to go right the, now. Those are the big ones. And no matter where you are in the world, we were sending you our love, and hopefully, y'all are safe and your family yeah. is safe. And um, well, I know, like, it's been crazy for the two of us in particular too, because we we both work in grocery stores. So yes, so we, um, we are now considered essential. Yeah, <laughs> which is really weird. Definitely, it's, it's the weirdest thing is getting people thanking me for like my service. Like I'm, yep. I mean, I guess I am sort of risking my life every day, but like I don't consider it the same way like a like a soldier or a police officer. Yeah, would, I've had a few people say thank you so much for being here, and I'm yeah. like, you're welcome. Yeah, but it's, anyway, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> it's folks. been really weird, but uh, we're here now. We're going to talk about Star Wars stuff. Obviously. And uh, so we're going to go back. Like, so we left off a month ago. So let's yeah. start with, I'm just kidding. I'm going to start back a month. Um, a month ago. So, okay. So the, the, the coolest things that have happened lately in the world of Star Wars, of course, Clone Wars is still, is still going on. Still going strong. Uh, episode six aired Friday and it was, it, it, it was, it, it, I don't know. I just, it, the, the show feels different. But there's a lot of good callbacks. Mm-hmm. There's more callbacks now than I've, I've seen before in any of the Absolutely. movies. Um, but yeah. We haven't talked about any of the, like, especially the two of us. Yeah, I know. Like we haven't all. talked about. Um, what have you thought about the newest season so far? The, the newest season? Well, I was I was a little, um, I guess for me, because I know it's the final season. They're only getting 12 episodes. I'm like, stop doing four or five episode arcs right now. Story. <laughs> like, you don't have time to do these story arcs. Right yeah. Now. We need to get this ball rolling. And that's what's kind of throwing me off about it is that they're taking their time telling the story that's right the now. the Clone Wars, though, man. But, like, but, yeah, it's the Clone Wars, but it, it makes sense when you have 22 episodes to do it. <laughs> it makes perfect sense to, like, you have three or four arcs in one season, which is awesome. You only have 12 episodes. I don't think, I don't think there's... For me so far, I've been... I really enjoyed the Bad Batch stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily just because of the Bad Batch, although all four or five? Four of those characters were, were fun. Like, they were a lot of fun to watch. It was cool. Um, but I liked it for Rex yes. and, and his storyline, and uh, I just thought it was fantastic. And I'm glad that uh, was it Admiral Trench finally yeah. got, got what was coming to him. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that dude, but it was like man, three weeks ago. Freaking... So. When I saw him come back, I was like, this dude, <laughs> that's this all I, freaking that's, dude, that's all I can say. When he comes back on the screen, I was like, oh, no, man, like, yeah. really? And then, uh, but yeah, he gets what's coming, which is pretty cool. Um, and then the, the stuff with the sisters, 
has been okay so far. Uh, I think we're still we still got to see like where it all leads to. Yeah. And what's really cool is you know okay spoiler alert they're getting into solo now like yeah. and I <laughs> was straight up went to Kessel. In this I last was episode. so happy when they went to Kessel and then you see the the, the pikes but they're not at the mining place yet. Yeah. So you so you you start to realize like what these three do is going to lead into why the pikes are taking over. For right. the mining system the other, and everything. So like some that. of the questions I had watching it was like, how do the pikes rebuild? Because they were part of that alliance with Maul. Yeah. Um, so they still have a pretty big crime syndicate on their own. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I wish they would at some point there's a series that goes into some of the, you know, the the Crimson Dawn, the Pike Syndicate, the Hut Syndicate. I, I think that would be a lot of fun to watch. That would be so cool if they just came out with a new series called Crimson Dawn, Star Wars Crimson Dawn, like that. Everybody would be pumped. Yeah. You bring back, you know, Sam Witwer to do Darth Maul. You bring in Amelia Clark to do the voice. Right. I mean, I mean, mind you, we love Solo. We love to see a Solo sequel, but it also a Star Wars fans we love it all. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is we want it all. We want it all as soon as possible. Yes. <laughs> and we know like a movie would be kind of ridiculous to do. I mean, mind you, Mandalorian season two is able to film and nobody knows what's going on because yeah. they film on a, like one soundstage. It's, it's incredible. And it's amazing. So they can do the same thing with, with this one, but I can totally see just this Crimson Dawn, you know, you know, series that would just be amazing. Yeah. And then to see the, the, the start of it and have mall and everything. Oh yeah. That'd be perfect. But meh. there's okay. One question about these said the huts, right? The right. Huts. So who has the, the, the book or the journal or whatever of all the stuff the huts have been doing. Jabba has it, right? He should. And they never referenced that again. Cause that yeah. was a big part of one of the, the story arcs of clone wars was that, what was his name? The one that was like, Hello, um, everybody. The gar- not- uh, Gardula? Gardula the Hut. Hey, y'all. It's yeah. me. <laughs> Gardula <laughs> they, the Hut. You know, they based him off of a Truman Capote. Like oh, that really? Was, that was like the uh, inspiration for him was Truman Capote. And yeah, because he has this this stuff of like the of what the, the all, Huts. All the bad stuff that they've been doing. So part of me was like wondering, like, man, they could you could do so much with what the Huts were doing underneath all of the Star right. Wars if, movies. If you just show how Jabba became the leader of the Hut Syndicate, or, yeah. or uh, there's just so much, and how like where potential. the where the Empire was getting its money from, and like how the Huts were kind of dealing. Man, there's so much. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at that, going, they could do a whole series based off of this. You know, yeah, that's what I love about Star Wars is that there's there's unlimited potential at all. Man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So. Um, so the Rise of Skywalker series, uh, let's see what the hell am I talking about. The Rise of Skywalker movie came out right. early, and uh, did you download it right away? Oh, I had it pre-ordered, so it oh, downloaded on its own. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, my brother sends me a text, and he's like, I'm watching the Rise of Skywalker. And I'm like, no, you're not. Get out and, of here. And then he sends me a video of him watching it, and I'm like, it's just a trailer, really detailed trailer, that he pauses it, I guess because he knew I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. And then he like goes on the timeline through the whole movie, and I was like, what? And then, yeah, so Disney released it early for all of us. And I'm going to say, like, as much as Disney is like a money hungry company, they've for this quarantine stuff, they've really, really gone 
kind of above and beyond to oh, make yeah. sure people are staying home and can see their content. Because, you know, they released Rise of Skywalker Digital, like, what, almost a whole week early. Mm-hmm. Um, Frozen 2 wasn't supposed to get onto Disney Plus for, like, like... To, like, was it June or May? It was, it was deep into the year. And then Onward is going to be on... Next this Friday, yeah, the third, like almost, uh, yeah, and so it's it's crazy, and I actually got to see Onward before it yeah, went I out of theaters. Yeah, I got to see <laughs> so, Onward as well before, and that um, was the last. That was no, that wasn't the last one. Never, don't worry about the last movie I saw. But anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was but yeah, one. they dropped it digitally like as soon as the stay in home orders mm-hmm. started coming out or shelter in place, whatever the heck you want to call it. Yeah, quarantine. And then, uh, yeah, and it's going to hit Disney Plus like in the next week. So, so I, I think The Rise of Skywalker will come out this Tuesday like normal and then I'm, I'm pretty sure like mid-April it's going to be already on Disney Plus. You I think, think they're going to do that quick? I don't know. It is Star Wars, so who knows yeah, what they're going to do. Absolutely. Who knows what I, they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, Star Wars... Is its own as thing. long as they don't have like the license out for mm-hmm. Netflix or TNT or something. I, I'm pretty sure they... We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they do with it. Because Solo's, Solo's still, still on yeah, yeah. Come on, dudes. Anyways, um, what else was I going to say? So, yeah, that happened. Did you watch the making of the... Uh, I haven't had a chance yet. Like, okay. You know, like we yeah, said at the beginning, it's been... The oh. last couple of weeks have been absolutely insane. It, it took me four days to watch The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it took me two days just to watch the making of. Because yeah. it's like... And like you say, yeah, we're constantly yeah. working. Working 40 and, plus um, hours a week. And I watched The Rise of Skywalker, and uh, it still just made me, made me happy. Yeah. Like, sitting in the comfort of my home... Like turning it on and seeing the Lucasfilm logo, I'm like, oh, this is great. And then mm-hmm. it starts, and I'm I already have tears in my eyes. I'm like, this takes me back, man. Here we go. I'm watching, I'm watching another Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that anticipation you get when you see it. And uh, okay, so Star Wars released, uh, StarWars.com released like some Easter eggs that you may have missed. Okay. And so the first like five of them, Joseph and I are like, yeah. Okay. Like it was like Chewie received Han's medal from A New Hope. Wedge yeah. Antilles is in it. Yeah, Wedge Antilles <laughs> is in Star Wars. What was the other one that was like? It was, it was just something. There's ridiculous. like three of them that were like, yeah. Oh, the droid. Oh yeah, in, the uh, battle Bobby droid Freaks. in Babu Freak's place is a battle droid. I'm like, yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. then the last two. So when Ray is on the floor. Uh, when Palpatine is finally like destroying everything and she says, be with me and the camera pans up through the lightning and you see the stars. Mind you, when I saw the stars, I was like, there's something significant. I did about too. I was like, but I couldn't looks, place it. It looks familiar, but I couldn't tell you. And why. I started thinking, is this the opening of like all the movies? No, it's the it's opening. Where all the words went. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> you just see the you just see all all nine movies going right there. You're like, oh, that's like, where what that is going on. <laughs> she starts to read it. It's a, it's a, it's a period of civil war. I was kidding, yeah. um, but no, the 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 star formation there is the first star formation you see in a new hope like right before it pans down right before it tatooine. pans down on a tatooine that is the formation that we saw back in 1977 that blew my mind yeah i was so happy i was like and, neat i was like and then the the second one yes was the one that really blew my mind it was uh 3PO's line is was it do you hear that yeah um his so it's 3PO's last line in the movie and it's the exact same line that he says as his first line in episode four. Yep. And it's, do you hear that? And then in this one, he goes, do you hear that? I was like, that's cool. That's, they brought it yeah. all. They brought it all full that circle. One, it's giving me goosebumps. Giving me chills too. It. And it's, it's so cool to like, to see like how they, how they did that and little Easter eggs they put in there. And then 
David found an Easter egg. <laughs> now, I don't know if we should say it because Colin is a very big uh, Jar Jar was the villain the whole time. Even though he's seen the Rise of Skywalker, Colin is still convinced Jar Jar had something to do with all Jar Jar, some sort of Sith Lord. So <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to because it's funny. Yeah, go for it's, it. It's hilarious because David told us, and then just before we started recording, uh, Joseph and I we we watched uh, we watched it, and sure enough, okay, so to the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker. 431. Four minutes, 31 seconds. Four minutes and 31 seconds, if you want to go look at it. Um, Kylo Ren is there. He has just heard the three voices. I have been every voice. You've You've heard it inside inside your head. It's quiet, and then you hear the the lightning kick back up. And there's a lightning flash behind him. And the sound effect of it is very, very, very close to Jar Jar Binks getting electrocuted by uh, by the Anakin's pod racer. It's a reminiscent sound indeed. And there's even like a little, like that squeal that he makes. Like, yes. ah! Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Oh, so we want, we're like, let's, let's see if it's true. And yeah, it sounds just sounds like Jar Jar. Similar, yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if Matthew Wood, when he was doing the sound editing, was just kind of like, this is pretty funny. I'm, I'm going to throw this in. I'm going to throw this one in. This one will be for the, the, for the Jar Jar is a Sith Lord fanboys out there. <laughs> Which is true because it comes right after that part. Yeah, it's so. right after Vader, Snoke. And, and the emperor and the emperor all have a line, and then Jar Jar's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Matthew Wood was like, "Here, take this. Just, just like, fuel the flames." You know, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Another news. Did you read the novel? Have you read the novel yet? Or have you just been working. I've been working. Yeah, this, a lot. This so. one. Well, okay. So I feel bad because I had like a four day stretch where I was off. Oh, I haven't had more than so, two. So yeah. Uh, so I got to finish the book. I read the novelization of the uh, the, Rise the Rise of Skywalker, nice. and it was it was really good, but. Having read Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I still like the Last Jedi's novelization really? more because for some odd reason, the novelization for The Last Jedi felt really like a novel, like really felt like a book book. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, you can see like it's they're really just getting the points from the movie and like right. really doing that's that. always been my biggest issue with the novelizations of the films because I've read um I've read episode four and five, mm-hmm. and four I like because it's got like those deleted scenes in it. Yes, yes, where yes. Luke's at Toshi Station and he's mm-hmm. hanging out with his friends, and then Biggs walks in and all that kind of stuff. I enjoy that in, in the episode four novelization. But episode five is basically the movie, beat for beat, the movie. Like there's no difference to it at all. So it's 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 cool. I mean, I I, I like it because you get to like you say get to see some deleted scenes. Right. Whereas the, for me, the Last Jedi really like we really went into Luke's head. You get, to, you get to see what they're thinking yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Wait, and so the beginning of the Last Jedi novelization is Luke having a dream of what would have happened if he did go to the Tashi station mm-hmm. and if they had just given the droids back. Yeah. Right away. And it was like, and he says, you know, the Empire's still here. They don't need, they usually don't fuel up here, blah, 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 blah. Life is good. He has a wife. He married the girl who was in the deleted scene yeah, on, yeah. Uh, on the, the Last Jedi. I mean, on the, the A New Hope. In the New Hope, So yeah. you, you see all that and then it cuts to him on the back, on the island and you're like, oh man, like he's, he's going way back in his head thinking like, how could I have not been where I am right now type of thing. And well, it's, it's also potentially a, like the force talent showing him like if you hadn't done this, the Emperor, the Empire would still be in control yes. and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, very true. And it's it's such an I'm incredible... I'm sure it's harder to control the flow of the force when you're asleep. Very true. <laughs> Which is probably why Anakin in episode two gets all those force visions of his mom being tortured and... Bruh. 
That's whatnot. good. That's good. <laughs> I never thought about that. And in episode three, Anakin's also getting those visions of Padme dying. You heard that here on the Star Wars Stuff podcast. Joseph just... Just laying it out for you guys. <laughs> you know, no biggie. Uh, one of the things I really liked in the, the, the Last Jedi novel was the in the epilogue is not Broom Boy holding the gun, the, the lightsaber. It's the nuns back on Oct. Oh, yeah. And it was such a cool, like, she's like, you know, I, the last guy here was really, really cool. He actually helped us out and clean a little bit. Didn't really like his niece because he told him, and the, the, he says, this is my niece. And so they say, we didn't really like his niece. She destroyed a, <laughs> this, this, and blah, blah, blah. Almost killed one of my friends yeah. by a boulder. She goes, but she she turned out okay. And then it goes, um, we're going to have everything clean. Everything will be ready for the next one that comes in because they will always come back. And that's where it ended. And I was like, dude, that's neat. that is so freaking cool. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I'm learning how to do this from my mother who learned it from her grandmother who learned it from. So it's these are tradition. So these nuns. Yeah. They just take care of the Jedi. Yeah. The Jedi. On, on, yeah. This, on this island. And I love that that's how the book ended. So saying all that, I really liked The Last Jedi, whereas in the Rise of Skywalker novelization, it was just beat for beat. You do get a few of your there's deleted some, scenes. Yeah, there's some stuff. In you, there that, we get the uh, the Ch- Chewbacca and Kylo Ren scene yeah. uh, was there, which was really, really great. And that's one of those scenes that I'm like, just put it in the movie. We all would have loved. Even if it's just Ben talking and Chewie roaring and we don't understand what he's saying, like, that would have been so f- not fun necessarily because yeah. I don't want to see Chewbacca getting tortured. But it would have been... <laughs> It would have been gut wrenching, at least. Oh yeah, and and would have made Ben's turn back to Ben from mm-hmm. Kylo make a little more sense. Oh I yeah, think. I agree. And um, there was a whole other bit where Lando actually goes into the Falcon and he looks at the Falcon, and I'm pretty sure they filmed it because you can see a little bit of it in the Rise of Skywalker before they cut away. Yeah, but I, it, it's also one of those moments where like that's a whole movie in itself. You know, like you want to see yeah. Lando's whole journey, and he he finds Chewie's bed there in the Falcon and he's like, oh, okay. Then he finds like this hologram chip, if you may, and Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to look at it, but he decides, okay, I'm going to, he turns it on and it's a hologram that Chewie kept of him holding Ben Solo when he was a baby and he just stares at it. And I was like, I was like, that's, that's amazing. Crazy. That adds an extra layer to Chewie, you know, um, Lando does have a daughter. Lando is looking for his daughter. Yeah. It's not Janna. Everybody thought it was Janna. Are we for sure it's not We are Jana for yet? sure it's not okay. Janna. Um, which in the in the novel it becomes very apparent that it's not okay. her. But it's um his his whole purpose now is to help all of them find their homes now. Because his daughter was taken away by from him by the order, by the right? first yeah. order. And so oh, that's he, cool as hell. So, I really like that a lot. So there's a whole there was a whole other subplot about about him, you know, talking about his daughter and like he he always kind of wanted to look for her, but he never could find her because she got put into the, the war machine, if you may. Yeah. Well and that was the whole reason he was on um I cannot remember the Pasana. Pasana, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh that's the whole reason he's even on that planet to begin with, is because him and Luke Luke went there to find clues or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And um I love that part of the movie. That was one of my it was such a he's like you're looking for uh, the the wayfinder. She's like, yeah, Luke almost found it. He's like, I know. I came here with him, and I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. And uh, and that I love how that tied into Battlefront Two, where Luke was looking for the artifacts. So it all yeah. it all got connected. It's all cool. Um, and then uh, so yeah, so the novelization like it's pretty good, but it could have been a little bit better, but. Um, but it's not bad. It's, it's not good. bad, and it explains, of course, once and for all, that the Emperor was a clone, and his son is also a clone of Palpatine. Of Palpatine. So it's a it's kind of like a Jingo Boba Fett situation. Yes. Excellent. So that makes more sense that 
now now we know that Palpatine didn't have a wife or a woman or sex or sex (laughs) and um so (laughs) so there's a whole plot that there's now i'm like i was even more confused if you may because i'm like okay so did this guy like did he escape did someone take him away or how did he find i was talking about this with somebody at work yesterday where like there's so much they can do with you know how did now that we know it's a palpatine clone Mm -hmm. how did this clone find morality yeah. Like, not just selfishness and, and abuse of power and gaining of power. Like, how, where did this dude get a sense of right and wrong from? Yeah, true. And that's, if they figure out a way to novelize that or make a cartoon about it or make another, like, a live-action series about that, I am in 100%. The novel would be called Palpatine's Fall. Yeah. <laughs> because, and you know, I, I caught it when I first saw the movie, and you did too, which was, this is this is Palpatine, but it's not Palpatine. Yeah. This, whatever this is, is not really right. the one that we know. And then even in the novel, you could see, like, he has these, um, you can see in the movie too, he has these things injecting him. Right. And they're getting low, meaning that it's... The final order is coming because he's... Because he doesn't have any other choice. He doesn't have any other options because what he was trying to do is not really working. So now he's like, okay, now I really have to... to Well, that's kind of some of the stuff... uh, If I'm confusing Expanded Universe with canon, Mm -hmm. uh, please forgive me. But (laughs) some of the stuff they talk about in the novelizations of Clone Wars is by the end of the Clone Wars, their supply of Jango Fett DNA is not like... Not good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. That um, probably sounds canon. You know? I mean, if it's not, because I've been slowly reading mm-hmm. um, the Republic Commando books. Yeah, um, which are really good. Um, <laughs> but they mention it a bunch, where it's like it's getting harder and harder to make clones that are right. Yeah, um, you know, the mental facilities maybe aren't there, or the physical prowess isn't there, or you know, because they're speeding up their aging process yeah. like it's it's deteriorating the dna quickly and they don't have Django fed to pull that dna mm-hmm. from anymore which is a similar situation that i would imagine any palpatine clone would and, come across also and snoke was also uh, so snoke was supposed to be a test for kylo ren that was the whole purpose of snoke was a test mm-hmm. and he tells him that he's like he like Pal- snoke wasn't your teacher he was your test I'm I'm your teacher. I've been your teacher this whole time. Yeah, and you're like, dude, that's so. It's like by defeating Snoke. Yeah, you've proven yourself to be mm-hmm. my apprentice. Yes, that that explains Snoke in a like in one line. They could have they could have added an extra line where he says, "My boy, I made Snoke." Yeah, that he could have easily said by defeating him. You now brought you here. That was his purpose. Yeah. And I, everybody would have just been like, oh, Dope. that makes a lot of <laughs> sense. And OK, so here's my question. I oh, we have to look at the timeline, of course. But um, oh, sorry, my dog. She's cute, by the way. Trust me. Anyways. Um, so in, in the throne room in Snoke, uh, the last Jedi, whenever he throws um, Ray up in the air, mm-hmm. he's like, give me everything. The music is Palpatine's theme during that scene. Right. It's do 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 do. So I'm wondering if okay, John Williams, did he know this? Did he have an idea that this was gonna happen? And he started to sneak it in there saying, like, give me everything. It's not Snoke saying this. This is Palpatine saying, Give Palpatine me everything. Snoke. Yeah. So that's a whole other thing that or if or maybe John Williams was like, It's a cool villain theme. I'm gonna throw <laughs> He's it evil. in. Here. I'm throwing it in. I'm throwing it in here. here. So we'll, I mean, I wanna ask him that question. It'd be Just, funny too. 
if he was just like, they're not going to tell me, no, I'm John Williams. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to do whatever I want to do. So, but yeah, so that, that, that makes me wonder if he, um, if he knew that that was, that was going to happen. And I can that, see, that I can see him, happen. you know, cause I'm sure like Ryan Johnson as a director or the creative team had, you know, meetings with John Williams. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, if you wanted to throw like a Palpatine theme in here real quick, wouldn't be a problem. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Yeah. Um, so that, I, I like that aspect of him and how Snoke was a clone and he, he wasn't a perfect clone, as you can see. Right. He, he was. And so you kind of see like even though the Empire and the Emperor had all this technology, the clone work was still very, very shoddy. Right. And you can see with him. There are no Caminoans. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> they, they weren't as good as these guys, but you could see it because he's blind. And his hands are like deteriorating. One, his oh, are you talking about the yeah, the Emperor Palpatine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His hands are just completely not there. He's blind. He can't see anything. And he has this machine that's just like. I wonder if if Snoke is a Plagueis clone off of like altered DNA. Maybe because um, the the moons, which is what Darth Plagueis is, Mm -hmm. they're they're the kind of the big headed uh, aliens. They're in. They're in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, but their fingers, the way they work is like the pointer finger is longer and then it kind of comes shorter the closer you okay. get to the pinky. And that's how um, Snoke's fingers are. Hmm. He's got longer pointer finger than middle finger and then it descends from there. That scene where he touches Ray's face, do you know how they did that? Do you see how they did that? Um, so in The Last yeah, Jedi, yeah. yeah. In The Last Jedi, whenever uh, Ray is really close to him and he pulls up his hand and grab her face. That's a real prop arm yeah. they built. It's awesome. It's such a creepy scene. I dude. love that scene so much. But anyways, because that, that, when I saw that scene, I was like, that's the best visual effect hand I've ever seen <laughs> because it was real. But um, so, yeah, there was a lot of cool like revelations there in the book mm-hmm. about about Palpatine and he was a clone. And they do say it in the movie. It's just people kind of didn't pay attention to. I don't think they ever like explicitly say it. Well, but no, he like... says he says clone cloning. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, I've died. <laughs> well, yeah, he says that, but then uh, what's his name? Uh, Mary, Brandy Book. I'm always going to call him Mary um, from Lord of the Rings. Oh God. He says, I can't think of his real name either. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, cloning, like dark, dark, dark Sith stuff. Like that's yeah, what's yeah. what that's what it's keeping him alive. And I was like, oh. And I'm watching the movie, and I was like, oh, they said it. It's just we were all kind of. We want more. We well, and the movie's more. pace doesn't really allow you to yeah. kind of slow down. So it's, it takes like four viewings before you're like, oh. Uh. <laughs> so, okay. So let's let's talk about something. So I love the, the, the sequel trilogy. I think the sequel trilogy was, was a big success. It was it was amazing. It ended perfectly. What, a few things. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that each movie ended with the same theme. It ends with the Force theme. All three movies ended with the Force theme. I'm like. Really, y'all did. <laughs> you could have come up with a different theme to end for before you get to the bum 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 bum. But I would have given Pride, uh, Allegiant General Pride, more of a story in this movie, yeah. and I think it could have been done in just one or two scenes. Yeah. So the scene when they're all having the meeting, mm-hmm. I would have made it reminiscent of. Of him walking in with Kylo Ren behind him. Oh, he's like the new Tarkin. Yeah, basically. and he sits yeah. down. And then around them, all this red Sith troopers come in and they surround everybody. And And Hux and all them are like, what's going on? And uh, and Pride's like, this is the way it is now. Yeah, Pride like, says, you know, I've been in the end. Pride would have been in the unknown regions with Palpatine the whole time. And when yeah. Kylo Ren found him, he comes back with him to start, start setting up the groundwork for the final battle. 
in one scene that could have made everything everybody just go like, oh wow, this dude's a big deal. This dude's a huge deal because he's he's been with Palpatine the whole time. Like yeah, since, yeah. since the beginning. Yeah, and I would have loved because they even had the scene of the the Knights of Ren coming in, mm-hmm. but I would have made it the the red. Sith troopers coming in, or both, or both. Oh, and then that's another thing I would have done: uh, is the ship lands on Mustafar, and it would have started the same way as the Force Awakens, where they're all getting ready, mm-hmm. and the ramp lowers, and instead of stormtroopers running out, you just see Kylo Ren coming out, and then the Knights of Ren, and that would have been their introduction to that the movie. Sick, and everybody would have been like, "Oh, this, this is." I actually would have let like the Knights of Ren really tear stuff up. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. I mean, mind you, they they treated them the same way they treated. Uh, Boba Fett really where yeah where he's he looks super cool and then he dies in a super lame way <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah that that's how I at least they went they went toe-to-toe with Ben Solo yeah which is impressive you know and they had a cool uh brass theme when they're standing yeah. on that that part was I love that shot when the camera pans around them and they're standing up there I was like that's so cool that's a great shot I was like that's no digital effect they're no. really they're really standing they're up really there dudes <laughs> really sweating their butts off <laughs> yeah. in, that, in those suits but right now for me if that opening because then what I would have done is I would have had I would have, I know it sounds like I'm copying, but I would have copied the scene from A New Hope in that scene in the um, the, the meeting room mm-hmm. of them saying it would have also brought in Colin Trevorrow's script, which was, where's Kylo Ren at? Like, yeah. where, where is he at? Why, why, where are his Knights of Ren and blah, 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 blah. And in that meeting, I would have had Pride come in and they all just look and then Kylo Ren's with him. And, yeah. And he says, I'm taking full control of, of the operation. And well, that would have given Hux more of a reason to want to betray them. Well, no, but, he just hates Kylo Ren. I know. But then <laughs> but then that would have been more of like, uh, oh, so he was in charge. But then when Pride comes in, he's not in charge anymore because. But he's not not in charge. But he's not not in yeah. charge. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And well, the thing is, it wouldn't have been a copy either. It would have been a parallel. Yeah, very which true. Which is the thing that I liked. You know, all three of the series parallel each other in, mm-hmm. in certain aspects. Um, so, you know, it, it wouldn't be a steal. It'd be it'd be a parallel. parallel. Yeah. And I, and I think, like I said, with just that one scene, we would have immediately known pride. We would have immediately understood who he is and why. And because he comes in the, and don't get me wrong, Richard E. Grant is phenomenal in that role. And that character pride. needed needed more. Yeah. Needed more. Which was like it was a wasted part for Richard yeah. E. Grant to come in and he has a few good lines and then everything else I'm like Well and they and they try to establish what you're what you're saying by having him kneel before the the hologram yeah. of Palpatine at one point. And yeah, he says that line, but I'm like, ah, I just They could have set it up earlier in the mm-hmm. film and it would have been more impactful probably. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And he could have been and then there could have been a whole scene. I know it's I'm going off, but he could have been like Hux could have been like, who is he? Blah, 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 blah. Like, is this the same pride? And I thought he died on the Death Star. On the He was he was supposed on to be second on, on the second Death Star. Death Star. Yeah. And then that's when we find out that he was told to leave. Because there was somebody, it was, um oh, what was his name? It wasn't older Hux. It was the other general from Aftermath. He was told by the Emperor to leave. Yeah, he was told he, to get off. Um, to, I can't remember his I name can't remember right his, now. So... Pride could have been with him during yeah. that. And so th- the little things like that would have been able to tie in and everything. So that was one of the things I have. And I was watching it this time. I was like, man, I wanted more of Richard E. Grant as a cool mm-hmm. dude. Because he's a cool dude. And yeah. I love I love the fact that you watch any interview with him. He's so giddy and so excited. He's jovial as yeah. hell. Yeah. He was like, oh, my gosh. Like, like the scene where he kills Hux. He was like, it was really cool just to get my own blaster. Just to <laughs> shoot him. It was so cool to hold him. Be like, oh, God, I'm holding a Star Wars and he plays He plays that villain role. 
Dude, <laughs> like expertly. I, yeah. I love it, man. He's I, so good at it. I love that guy, man. But uh, but yeah, those were my, a few little things I was ta- thinking about the Rise of Skywalker. But overall, I loved it. I thought the Rise of Skywalker Absolutely. was really was a really really great movie. Uh, so let's get a little not controversial, but because it's not for certain. But this casting news that's oh, been yeah. coming out of of the Mandalorian. I'm pretty sure both of the big ones are like if Variety is reporting it, I'm going to believe it. So Rosario Dawson is going to be is going to be from everything that I've seen. Rosario and, Dawson is Ahsoka. And then, didn't Eckstein just say like she's not going to be dubbing over the voice? So yeah, she, so it's going to be Rosario Dawson. I'm sure Eckstein was brought in as a consultant mm-hmm. because it'd be stupid not to have her in there yeah, because she's defined the role for the last. However long Clone Wars has been 12 around. 12 years? Yeah. Whoa, um, that's crazy. That's wild. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rosario Dawson is is, uh, is Ahsoka Tano, live action. Whoa. Because um, this this takes Mandalorian. Because Mandalorian season one took the world by storm. Well, that's not even that's not even the craziest stuff. Michael Bean. <laughs> Michael Bean is, is a, in Mandalorian <laughs> as a bounty hunter. as a bounty hunter, and Bill Burr will be back. I mean, we all knew Bill Burr was going to come back, but I'm excited for it. I, I, I want to see Bill Burr. A lot of people think that was like kind of a wasted episode. I love that episode, man. It's fun. <laughs> Looking back, it, it wasn't. I it guess, didn't progress the story at all. I guess that's what people wanted was. A story to progress the progress a little bit more, but I, I still enjoyed that one a lot. My favorite shot of that whole thing was Bill Burr in the hallway, and the lights are flashing, and you see the Mandalorian getting closer yeah, and closer. Yeah. The and Batman, then, yep. Batmaning again, and then, and then he realizes it at the last moment. I love that when he's like, "No!" Then he turns around; it's too late. I love the shot where they're all in the prison cell. And he's yeah. like pacing or whatever. Yep. It's just a great shot. So he's he's definitely coming back. And then Michael Bean. If you don't know Michael Bean, he was um, Kyle Reese in the first Terminator back in nineteen mm-hmm. what eighty two eighty three something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he was also in the Abyss. He's been he's been in a ton he's of like, movies. He's like one of the most famous like that guys. Yes, very true. <laughs> he was also um, Johnny Ringo on Tombstone. Yeah, uh, Val Kilmer. Like I said, he's that. Guy. Yeah, he's that guy. He's a cool dude. Yeah, and he has that face. Where he could like have a very soft face, but he could also have a very hard. Yeah, and he and he can play just about anything. Yes, um, he's got a great range of acting, and like, yeah, I mean, he's just he's a he's the perfect casting choice for the Mandalorian. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, this is that's the best thing they could have done yeah. was cast him in this and whatever role he is. Apparently, he's a bounty hunter from the Mandalorian's past, so okay. we're gonna be hearing about excellent him growing up and everything. But the big one, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Like, yeah. how is she going to... And then and then rumor is they're also looking for an Ezra and, and a Sabine. Well, but we don't know about that yet. I don't know that they'd be looking for one still, because season two is done shooting. Oh, yeah. They that's finished a, principal photography before... And that's another thing. Everyone's like, so wait, I thought they're already finished. It's like, yeah, they're done. We're just... We're finding out now the leaks, but yeah. they've already finished everything. Yeah, everything's done. Because if you see where they film it, it's in a warehouse. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Know, it's in a warehouse. Yeah, that video, it's on our Facebook page somewhere, but that video of how they did 90% of the shooting of that is on there and it's it's in a big room with if not 90 like like almost 95 yeah, percent <laughs> well i think the street stuff was probably all i don't built a set for that hope maybe i don't know man because some of that stuff i'm like that was not real like yeah that, that's true like they showed him walking through that canyon yeah. when he, and i'm like none of that was there <laughs> like they were they were acting off of they had a, of television screens. They had a few rocks off to the side, but everything else was yeah, literally not there. It's so crazy. It blew me it's away. so crazy. So, mind you, the, the production is complete. 
they're not casting these people. Yeah, they are already played them. They've they've already finished filming all of it. Um, so don't don't be like this isn't true because they've already they have. Yeah. This, it's all done. We're just finding out finally who's in it. So which is exciting. So this takes you know Mandalorian season one. Like I said, took the world by storm. Baby Yoda. I have to call him Baby Yoda because that's the, the word child. He is. The child. And the he ch- gets a name. Yeah, he was- Michael. Uh, no, not Michael. What the hell? Which one? Filoni. No, I I wanted to call him Michael Eisner, and I know that's not right. Uh, Bob Iger. Thank you. I don't know why I went back like 20 years. (laughs) Michael Eisner hasn't been there in a while. I was like, nope, that's totally wrong. (laughs) But uh, yeah, he's got to get his name. And, you know, this 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 show and this creature was everywhere. Like, even if you weren't a Star Wars fan, he's still everywhere. Everyone's still posting stuff about, you know, the child. The, now, like the second most meme worthy thing of 2020 was the child. Yeah, it, it took it took or the last. Both yeah, both both. Yeah, it took the last half of 2019, and then the rest of 2020. People are still posting about. Baby I mean, Yoda. it's mostly like coronavirus memes now, but with Baby Yoda. <laughs> but Baby Yoda's still starring in yeah, a lot. Yeah, of them. yeah, he's he's still going strong. Gotta get his cheeky nuggies. So <laughs> Where did that? Who came up with that? I don't know, but I love that person. They're fantastic. It's like chicken nuggies and like chicken nuggies. Like they're like snackies and like all this other stuff. And anyways, but so now season two is going to have the child again, which everyone's it's going to be the biggest thing when that show premieres. Everybody wants to see the child. Oh, yeah. But now they're also going to include Ahsoka. And if she works as good as we're all hoping she is, that just takes Mandalorian from like a 10 to like a 25, like yeah. immediately, you know? So I, it, it's insane to think about what, what the possibility of including Ahsoka, including Sabine, Ezra, like we get the... Well, res- there's still, there's still five years between the end of Rebels, five years plus between mm-hmm. the end of Rebels and the Mandalorian. Yeah. What could they have done in that five years? Exactly. Like, like, ah, there's so there, <laughs> it's insane to think about season two of Mandalorian will be, you know, and, and it's come, it's still coming out. Yeah. Like they finished photography, principal photography. Now they're just finishing up the editing, the visual effects, and they can do all, all that from home. All that's gonna be done from home. So the sh- that show is still coming out in October. Should come out on time. Um, fun in fact, celebration has not been canceled. No one is talking <laughs> about celebration. It's crazy. Or do we just get a text right now that says it's canceled? No, it's no, <laughs> my wife yelling at me about something. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's one thing. We, we celebration is still a go as of now. Yeah, I mean, um, and that's. It's crazy to me that they haven't canceled that yet. Because everything else has been canceled. Like, things up... Okay, well, then again, things up until July have been canceled. Yeah, but it's in August. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's literally, like, We're a right later. there. Uh, are you Googling it right now to see whether or not it got posted last night or something? No, nah, I, I, we would have gotten an email about it for sure. Although... Well, if I would have. I don't know if you bought your... No, no, no. If you look at ReadPop, they can cancel at any time without any yeah. notice or warning. Yeah, I think I sent that to yeah. the group text the other day. And they were like, and you probably are not going to get your money back, just so you know. Yeah, there's still a countdown, 151 days. So, we don't know. But we applied for a podcast stage there at Celebration. Yeah. Hopefully we can be up there in front of some people and people come if five people show up i'll be happy i mean five will show up because that's how many are oh that's how many <laughs> in the podcast okay. if, if eight people show up that means we got three in the audience that's great um apparently our, our podcast is expanding did you know about this yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do i'm over here listening to the episodes i'm like oh we're expanding cool anyway so anyway so yeah we're gonna have a tattooing group a hoff group a scarif group now. Scarf, yeah. So we're we're doing pretty good. All we need is somebody on the 
in California to kind of complete yeah, it. Yeah, we'll uh, get all four of yeah. the corners. Well, we'll get indoor over there or something. But as of right now, yeah, we're going to have a Scarif group. And I don't know about Colin now because he was going to Disney World. And there's still no timeline for them opening but back Here's up. what made me laugh, though. Whenever the whole pandemic thing was starting, whenever everything was like going bad, the CEO of uh, the new CEO of Disney was like, oh, and here's our uh, Avengers Academy <laughs> <laughs> coming in July. Like ever we were like, like I, I, I texted bro. y'all. I was like, does he know something we don't know? Like, is he like, bro? Like, you need to stop, dude. Yeah, maybe push that back a couple yeah, months. <laughs> but he hasn't said anything about... He's crazy, man. Yeah, so we're going to see what they do. Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy... <laughs> I mean, when he's real parks-oriented, too, from what I've understood. Oh, that, that's what he was like in charge of. whole thing was his park, yeah. so... I mean, good on him, because, you know, Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story World out in um, Florida now. They've oh, got, they have that there I in, think Florida? It's in Florida? Nice. I could be making stuff. Well, because they have Pixar Pier at Disneyland, which was amazing. Well, and then they're going to be opening at uh, was it Disneyland Tokyo? Yeah, it's going to be a Zootopia. Oh, they're wow. literally opening a Zootopia there. That's beautiful. Which I'm jazzed about. I mean, I'm, I'll never go. I'll never go ever. I mean, I may be, but if I love you, Zootopia. <laughs> but it'd be weird for me to go to a different country and just go, to go to Zootopia. I'm gonna go to Disneyland. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to Disneyland. I'm not gonna take in any of the culture but, here or anything. I'm just I'm here for Disneyland. But everything else is still a go. Like everything. Yeah. So, I mean, well, fingers crossed that it keeps happening. But and for me, the big news personally was Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer is going to be available for PlayStation uh, Four and for Switch. And that's Switch. Oh, so we were talking about this before. And I guess the big question is, are they going to update the graphics for the pod racing game? Because ah, I hope so. God, I hope they do, too, because I bought it on the computer mm-hmm. and I'm playing it on the computer. Yeah, and you, it's, you bought it off Steam, right? Yeah, I bought it off of Steam. And yeah. it's the same graphics from the yeah, PlayStation. It's just a port from, from yeah. the old school PlayStation in 64 days. Please don't do that. Please up, update all the graphics and give us the coolest pod racing game on a Switch you could possibly Well, I mean, and we'll see, too, because... You know, I, uh, like I said, I bought you know, a couple months ago. They had uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter available mm-hmm. on PlayStation Store, and I was like, "Heck yeah!" I love. I played through this game like very, very far. Like I, I didn't beat it, but I got to like probably the second or third mm-hmm. to the last stage, um, and it was super fun. And then I bought it for my PlayStation. I've got a giant, beautiful TV at my apartment, <laughs> and I started playing it, and it's in this. It doesn't even fill up the whole screen. It's, it's four, like a, it's four point three ratio. Yeah, it's a tiny, <laughs> it's a tiny box out of my TV, and I'm like. Okay, cool. And the controls, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older or something, but the controls <laughs> made, I got sick to my stomach quick. Oh my gosh. Playing it. Um, my motion sickness was out of control. I was like, this never happened in the old, <laughs> the old one. Well, then again, I'm pretty sure because your TV was a 4K or is yeah, it? A, yeah. yeah. It's, so the the frame rate is probably off just yeah. a tad bit. And it's the a lot. Resol- it's yeah, off so, a lot. So you're like, so oh. I was like, oh, good Lord, like, I can oh. never play this game again. <laughs> like, I wasted 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so saying all that, I hope they update these graphics. Because I know Jedi Academy looks slightly better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would assume that they slightly upgrade like the the pod racing game. Because I'm going to get it regardless. I'm going to get it regardless, too. But I don't want the whole like they're like, oh, we'll, we'll bank off of your nostalgia. You're going to buy it no matter yeah. what. I hope they just go. But like, I mean, I'm going to buy it no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I so. need to. Man, they win. Star Wars always wins. And yeah. that's that's what I love about Star Wars fans. Um, and you'll you'll agree to this. 
no matter what somebody gets you, mm-hmm. if it says Star Wars on there, you're like, yes, it, you're excited about it. They're like, I saw this like cup holder and it, it had like something like <laughs> and I thought of you. And I thought about you. I didn't know if you if you really wanted. It. I'm like, I want that. Why? I need something to hold my cups. <laughs> like, Karen. Why, why did you Why did you not give me this thing? Or somebody was like, I saw some. Um, Oh, well, it was just something something ridiculous. Yeah. And they're like, I, I thought about you and I wanted to get him. I was like, ah, he might not lie. I was like, dude, whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. If it's Star Wars, I'm going to. How many how many different versions of the films do you have? Oh, boy. OK, so I have the <laughs> I have this a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No, my mother back in the day, you were able to connect. I, don't, I, I never asked her how she did it, mm-hmm. but she was able to connect two VCRs to each other through wires and record. She was ripping the movies onto a blank tape. Awesome. So she she ripped all four movies for me, <laughs> all three movies for me, onto a blank tape. Okay. So they were all in one, and that was the big deal. My mother They're was all like, on one tape. They were all in one tape. Whoa. So my mother was like, you're able to That's fast awesome. forward to get to the next one. And so for... Seven-year-old Joseph is yeah. <laughs> really excited about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Five-year-old James was like over the moon. <laughs> I was like, this is the best thing in the whole world. And so for a while there, I had the... I, I believe it was the 92 version. Okay. Because he had already started to tweak, mess with stuff. Tweak yeah. those a little bit. So I I had that. And then the special editions came out. So I had I got on VHS. The VHS. Okay. The, the the gold that gold beautiful box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. And then in 2005, I got the the DVDs of the three mm-hmm. original ones. Plus the fourth disc with the making of it. So that's two. I will say three. We'll say three because the 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 first one's illegal, but it still counts. Don't worry about that. And then (laughs) and then I got the then after that, I started getting the digital copies of them. Although I do not own one and two on digital. I own. Interesting. But I mean, you don't really need. I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Disney Plus. So I got three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine solo Rogue One all on digital ready to go so in a way i have like four and a half there you go what about you what do you um so i have i never got it on vhs i know it's a sin yeah that is a sin why did you Uh, but again i didn't start really watching them until i was like eight or nine okay um and my parents would never get me like the box set for the vhs's which is fine you know that's okay you're trying to raise two kids i'm not mad at them um (laughs) you're turning a little red right but i did i did get the dvd set um, the 05 one? The 05 DVDs. Yeah. And then I bought both. Oh, and then I went and bought all the prequels on DVD as well. So okay. I have all six of the. Oh, yeah, I didn't include that. I have all the, six of the original. Yeah. The, the, before the sequel trilogy came out yeah. on, um, on DVD. Then I bought um, the box set. Of, all six movies, right? No, I bought them individually, like the three and three. I have all six. Oh, that was But I didn't okay, get yeah, all those. six of them at one yes, time. I, I remember had that. The, the one, I think Yoda's on the prequels and Vader's on the on the original, the original trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I have that on, on Blu ray, and then I also have seven on Blu ray, and then everything else, everything else I own on digital. So how many was that? I didn't keep count. That so was a lot. DVD. So one, two, three, four ish. It's about the same. <laughs> yeah. So uh, plus Disney Plus, I can watch all of them whenever I want. Yeah. It was, it, I, I was more. I know it sounds weird, but I was more excited to watch the Phantom Menace on Disney Plus than I was any of the other movies. Because for me, it was like that takes me back yeah. to. And you know, I, I consider myself and you as well. You're a you're a Star Wars fan. One point two. Yeah, yeah. Because we were right there for a few years. We found Star Wars. 
but we didn't know about the prequels. Yeah. So for us, four, five, and six were like the the most perfect films ever made. And they still are. And they still opinion. are, yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? Like for us, the story was done back yeah. then. I compare, I still compare, it doesn't matter what movie I go see. It could be a romance, it could be a mafia film, it could be a murder <laughs> mystery. Yeah. I compare every single movie to Star Wars. <laughs> I'm, I, it doesn't matter what I'm watching. If it's I, it's like on a scale of Star Wars, is it better than Star Wars, worse than Star Wars, on par with Star Wars? There's no, and very rarely is there one that I think is better than Star Wars. Very true. Like, I always give, like, my, for me, my favorite film of all time is The Godfather. That's the, the, the most perfect film right. in, in, in history. But for so me, on par with Star Wars for you. But yes, <laughs> but Star Wars is on a whole other level. Right. Star Wars is like. Nothing even comes close God to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like Coppola, you did a good job, but, but Lucas, have you seen Star have you Wars? Seen Star <laughs> Which he did, of course. But uh, yeah, before but anybody else, did before too. anyone else. Sure. Did. Well, yeah. Apparently, he didn't really like it. He, uh, it was Does him. That surprise anybody? Though? It was Coppola, De Palma, Spielberg, and then. There's another one. I don't know if was, I don't know if Scorsese was there or not, but they all actually watched Star Wars. I know Scorsese saw it early, mm-hmm. I think, but I don't know if he was with the group. That he was saw with that group that watched yeah. it. But they all were like meh about it. Spielberg was the only one who was pumped because he he knew what was going to happen. Well, he could see, and Spielberg's always good at like seeing the potential. Yeah, and he stuff. and he did. He saw it really early on. De Palma was just going off. Like they said, they all went out to dinner after that, and De Palma was just trashing the movie. <laughs> and then finally, De Palma stands up, and I, I know I've told the story before, but he stands up and he goes, you know what, Lucas? You know what, George? If you want people to understand it, you need to tell us what's happening before the movie starts. Because I have no idea what was happening. You need to have something there that says, this is what's going on. And then they're like, oh, okay. Oh, There's the opening crawl of Star Wars Born, because his friends didn't like the movie. his friend was pissed off. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. yeah. So Star Wars for me is like on a whole other level right. when it comes to like my top movie. So I always tell people, well, The Godfather is my favorite movie. They're like, what about Star Wars? I'm like, it's not even... It doesn't count. doesn't count. <laughs> Star Wars is my favorite existence. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, but uh, is that the same for you? Or like, do you have a favorite movie and then you also have like Star Wars is not even close to any of those? Um, I mean, like I said, I compare everything to Star Wars. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, when I go, like, if you were to say what's your top five favorite movies of mm-hmm. all time right now, like, two of them are series. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Star Wars, uh, the Toy Story 1 through 4 is all yeah. fantastic. Um, so, you know, like, I compare things to Star Wars, but mm-hmm. then I've got my favorites in different genres and things okay, like that. Okay, okay, so, I got you. Um, but I still... If it doesn't hold a candle to Star Wars, I don't even bother watching it. Like, so let me ask you a question: Did you did you almost cry watching the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, many times. Okay, what 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 was the one part that got you like pretty good? Oof, oof. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot, <laughs> especially the first time I watched it all the way through. Like, snap, dying, I almost cried. Mm-hmm. Um, when he chucks the lightsaber into the ocean and has that you know has that heart yeah. to heart with Han. Man, that almost got me right there. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good, man. Leia passing. There, it was, there was, I can't nail down one that made me, when she en- wins in the end. Yeah. Like, then that's more tears of joy than the other ones, because, mm-hmm. you know, she beat evil. Yeah, she defeated <laughs> like, the one, the one true evil, you know. Yeah, so, but yeah, there's, there's multiple, multiple points <laughs> for me where I'm just like, <gasps> Oh, when I didn't see the second transport. So when oh. the first one explodes and Ray's the reason it explodes uh, with Chewbacca in it. Yeah. I, I was like, 
Ooh, her her what? her yell of Chewie was just got me. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool because uh, in the making of it, they have that scene. You see, like they did multiple takes, mm-hmm. and you could tell like Abrams was probably watching the edit. He was like, "That's the one. Yeah. Use that one right I'm there." Sure. And um, for for me, it was the Chewie one got me. But again, I guess I was like. I saw the other transports. So I, I knew I he was not. Completely missed it. The second time I saw it, I was like, yeah. "Okay, that's how he's not dead, right?" Yeah. Now. <laughs> and then, um, but the part that will always get me till the day I die is her last word at the end of the movie. Like, I don't know why, but that moment just like hits me. I'm mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's such a beautiful. And what's really cool is the, the 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 twin sunset at the beginning of A New Hope is a sunset, right? And the rise of Skywalker, it's the sun, sun rising. rising. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, come on, like, can you come on? That's so cool. Well, here's a uh, so that the making of the rise of Skywalker, uh, Ray's there, and they're on that set where they built the. Uh, I'm probably gonna go home and watch this. And now. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, what was really funny was they're all there, and Kathy Kennedy has her phone out. She's taking a picture, and then she looks over at whoever was recording, and she's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> and dude, she was Kathy Kennedy was. Everywhere in that movie, man, she was kid in the candy store. I mean, you could see her like they went when they went to what was that uh, Jordan? Mm-hmm. To, she was out there, man. She was out wow. there with them. And then when they went to other like all the studio stuff, she was there. That's so, cool. Man, though, she was, then she's like she's taking genuine ownership yeah. in this film, and and you know, I mean, she's responsible for so many oh yeah great freaking films, and this is just another. Another notch on her belt, you know. Oh yeah. By the way, I, I feather did, in her cap. I did Star Wars movies. It's okay. Yeah, I did like three of them or whatever. Four or five. <laughs> five of them. Five of them. It's no big deal. Oh, and I produced one. It's okay. Yeah, a TV whatever. show. TV show. But anyway, so it was really cool to see her like two. I guess if you count Clone Wars again. Um. <laughs> yeah, she was involved heavily with the production of the Rise of Skywalker. So that was really cool to see her and like everything. And what I loved about like the 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 Jordan stuff they filmed out there is you know they got these rock formations that are there. And you're kind of just like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's film on this, like the rock where the on ship is. That rock. Yeah, yeah, where the ship is, that was there. Like, that's. They didn't have to add anything. They didn't have to, like. Yeah. And then I love it when, you know, when uh, uh, Finn comes down and he, like, kneels down behind the rock. Like, that's a rock that's already there. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't have to move it there. You could just kind of tell, like, because you know, I've done a few short films where you get somewhere and you're just kind of looking around going, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like, yeah. we could, okay, so this is already here, so you're going to hide behind this. If we're going to set it, it's, it was. It's pretty cool to see, like, Star Wars, even though it's this huge, huge movie. Does the same thing, like a low-budget It does the same thing does. any yeah. yeah any other film would do. And I love it, man. I love it. Well, anyway, so what else we got today? Was that it? Um, <laughs> I mean, about there's a not a terrible amount of news going on right now. Yeah, other really, than, because everybody's hanging out at home. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's at home right now. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we'll, we're, we'll try to keep y'all up to date with all the latest Star Wars stuff. And, and if uh, nothing else, we'll just come and BS about how much we love Star Wars. Yeah, for, which was, I think this episode was a good, yeah, why we love Star Wars. Yeah, and why wouldn't we? Why would, exactly. Um, and if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, Rudy and I actually, my friend Rudy, he was, uh, he joined us for a few episodes. Yeah. Um, he's uh, actually, yeah, Rudy's, yeah, he's, Fantastic! He he helped me do a Force Awakens commentary. That was so much fun to sit back and I haven't watched it in a while, so it was great yeah. to just kind of have a great because that's such a fun movie. It's, a, man. it's great. It's it may still be my favorite out of the sequel trilogy. I love the Force Awakens. I, I don't know what it is about it, but there's something about that movie. I could watch it any moment of any day and be perfectly happy. I think for me, it's the fact that it was like it's here, like it's. 
back. And it feels like Star Wars. Yeah. I was, ah, if, it's you so listen, good. if you listen to our commentary, Rudy and I had a similar, like, you know, we didn't see it together, obviously, but he said that whenever Poe and Finn are escaping on the TIE fighter, mm-hmm. when they're flying around, he was like, he started hitting his, his, uh, his girlfriend going, <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, I felt the same way. Yeah. He was like, this is, this is Star Wars. I am watching Star yeah. Wars. And it was funny to know that like, even though he saw it somewhere else, we all had the, that same reaction of, oh my God, this is really happening. Anyways, check it out. It's on our Patreon. It was a lot of fun. We're actually going to do Last Jedi, I think, this this coming up week. Nice. And uh, then Colin said he wants to do The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, he doesn't want to do The Last Jedi. <laughs> I was like, come on. Come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. It's Star Wars. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, just check it out there. We have a lot of other cool stuff. And uh, But yeah, thank you so much for joining this week. And we hope y'all are all staying safe. And uh, hopefully this entertained y'all a Don't little bit. Don't forget to wash your hands. Yeah, please wash your hands. <laughs> please. If, if you're listening to us right now. And there's a scene and, near you. You should you, wash your hands. And you, right ha- now. you haven't washed your hands the whole time you're listening to us. Like, <laughs> go wash your hands. hands. <laughs> if you have, if you're driving in a car and, you, and pull over, pull out your hand sanitizer and maybe spit on them, rub it together. Yeah, a little no, bit. Just, just don't do that. Don't That's do that. gross. That's, That's really gross. gross actually. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be back next week with another awesome topic. And may the force be with you always. always.